trying to make the grand entrance. You gotta come in slapping hands. Here he is, entering at 6'8". That's what I thought you were doing at entrance to the podcast. Like you're gonna come in and start slapping hands and that, but you just walked in like you were out of breath. Yeah, Clay, Clay doesn't slap hands. Clay just gets shit done. Clay just gets shit done, to be honest. Uh, all right, well, welcome to the I Want to Meet LeBron James podcast. I'm still in Bustleton right now, which is the worst place for Corona. I feel like I'm playing on the 2018 Suns. It's fucked, to be honest. I can't get a win out here. It's fucking terrible. Um, but I got my main man. I'm pumped for this episode. Jeremy Keast. Yo, Keasty in the house, yo. You know he's funny when his last name rhymes with yeast. Like, already hilarious. Uh, what's going on, lad? Where are you? Hey, I'm, uh, I'm standing between your heads. I'm uh, you know, 400 metres from the Queensland border. Ooh. I'm going to kind of break the law just to go to my local beach, but uh, SES don't mind me crossing the border on foot. You just can't drive across the border. So uh, I think it's still legal for exercise. Nice. And, and obviously, like, you used to serve, so you just give them that. You give them a little salute and they just wave oh, you Oh, no, in. I didn't I didn't surf, man. I'm six foot three, six foot four. There's no surface that tall, man. My center of gravity's too high. Are you and only not s- too fat and too unfit? Are you you're only six foot four, but you've got one of those big bodies that like like Charles Barkley was like the right man of rebound. Like nobody, everybody thinks he's taller than like six six. You know what I mean? But he's not. Dude, I I don't think. Yeah, that's right. Like you see him standing next to MJ, and you're like, MJ's listed at six six. That guy is not six six. Exactly. Uh, but dude, I don't actually think I'm tall. I just look at everyone, and everyone who's like six foot, six foot one. Just I'm used to looking at sort of five eleven to six one, so I feel like they are my height. So when I see someone who's like legitimately like six five, I'm like that guy is huge. And my mate's like, dude, that guy's your height. I'm like, nah, man, he's massive. And I'll stand next to him. It's like, oh yeah. I'm- I'm six four, like oh, wow. I'm six six in a decent set of heels, you know. <laughs> four pairs of socks the Durant way, yeah. <laughs> that's it, man. That's of course, it. yeah. That's that's Bri- that's Brisbane. Job, that's Brisbane for you. You're still even at the age you are. You're still impressed when you see a tall black person. You're like, wow. Look. Oh, I didn't say black. Why you got to bring color into it? Uh, I mean, I'm just going on fact. <laughs> <laughs> the build bigger. When I actually play basketball. Uh, I don't know, like, I don't want to say I'm colorblind or anything, but I think I just don't pay attention to enough stuff. I played basketball at Dubbo. Uh, I went out there to live with my parents because I wasn't doing a great job at uni and I was failing at life and uh, thought going to a shitty town and working at uh, the advertise and cutting up sheep for a living would get me back on track. But I went out there and I hooked up and <laughs> It's, it's like the beginning of your fairy for fairy documentary. <laughs> <laughs> so I got out there and hooked up with this team to play basketball. Yeah. I went and met a couple of guys. And one of them, his surname was Peachy. Oh, which Peachy was he? Yeah, shout out to Peachy. Dave Peachy played uh, rugby league for Cronulla, played New South Wales as well. Oh, nice. Uh, what was this guy? Anyway, it was his brother or cousin, Peachy. And yeah. there was another couple of guys in the team, another one, uh, it was about six or six, six or seven. Anyway, when I get home after the first game, my mum goes, all right, so uh, you mentioned you mentioned Peach, but is there any other uh, any other Aboriginal kids in your team? And I was like, hmm. Oh, I think Peck is because he's got a bit of a name as being like a bit of an Aboriginal like role model around town. Yeah. But I don't think anyone else is. And Mum came out to watch like the next game. She's like, Jeremy, everyone on that team is Aboriginal except you. I'm like, really? <laughs> She's like, I'm like, what, even Ash? She's like, yes, like the six foot three black guy. Yeah, he's. I'm like, but he he looks like I know he looks 
It's like Jeremy, he just jumped up, he just dumped over a didgeridoo. That didgeridoo is six foot tall. Yeah, I think after living in Sydney, man, um, yeah, it's just like, I don't know, you kind of look around, it's like, ah, that guy, he's not as wide as me, but I don't know, he could be from anywhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can always tell the difference, like when I'm playing, is if if I'm if I block them, they're normally Asian, and if the if the tea bagging me on a putback, then they're normally black. That's how I remember. Okay. that's a good way to tell. That's a good way yeah, to tell. Yeah, 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 yeah. If if they're yellow, smack it zello. If they're black, then just put it back. You know what I mean? That's that's how I remember. <laughs> well, there's gonna be there's definitely gonna be news for editing for this podcast. <laughs> I feel like your mum taught you that when you were a kid and you never forgot it. Oh, definitely not, yeah. Um, I'm kidding. You'd probably never knew your mum. <laughs> you fucking dog. I just want to describe for the fans back home because um, you're a power forward turned comedian turned power forward again. Undersized power forward. Like you were the original stretch four, really, in my eyes. I just want to describe for the people back home so you're wearing a Clay Thompson Warriors jersey. That pisses me off because I hate the Warriors, but I hate Clay out of all all four of them out of the big four. I hate him the least. I hate him oh. the least. I hate oh, Clay yeah, the least. Yeah. So and obviously it goes Durant, it goes Durant, Draymond, Steph, and Clay in that order of hatred. It's hard to hate Steph. If you hate Steph, it's like you're working hard. Draymond, I can understand completely. Draymond is like Blink One Eight Two and cricket. I love him, but if you hate him. I understand completely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I get it. Mm. And Kevin Durant, I don't know, dude. Kevin Durant's the only jersey I don't have because uh, they, I don't know, he wasn't a warrior. He he didn't play like a warrior. He came in and, don't get me wrong, I do not for a second discount his greatness. Yeah. 100%. I'm not going to for a second try and argue that. But, uh, I don't know. He, he, yeah. To quote any uh, racist Queenslander, we grew here, he flew here, maybe. I don't know. You know, he was <laughs> He wasn't, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, uh, I don't think he's got that t-shirt, like, mate. Management, I don't think management noticed him. I don't think really gave a shit about him, and kind of seems like a bitch. So I'm glad he's with Kyrie because that's going to be the all bitch squad. Oh my lord, yo, they're going to be going fucking so hard on Twitter. I, I know as a as a LeBron fan, have yeah. you ever looked up Kyrie Irving's win loss record when not playing with LeBron? Dude, do yourself some research. He's like one and a thousand. Oh yeah, it's crazy. And I mean, a lot of that you can put into like, oh, well, those first f- four years of his career, he was just coming up. Like, you're not going to be good until your third, fourth year. But I mean, but then he went to Boston and all that stuff, you know what I mean? So it's like... Went to Boston and ruined it. Exactly. Like, the Brad, I don't know how Brad Stevens allowed that. Like, Dude, he went, to, he went to Boston and it was like Pablo Escobar gave him a truck full of cocaine and said, I paid off the cops. All you got to do is drive through the border. And he got that truck, drove it, set it on fire, and then drove it directly into town hall. And just went, oh, did I do a good job, Pablo? Like, how did you fuck that up? Like, Yo, like, rookies took LeBron to Game 7. In the Eastern Conference Finals, rookies. I'm not. I'm not a huge LeBron fan either. Which you know, like whatever. But yeah, one of the things you said we we're going to talk about was who's the goat. Get into that if you like. But uh, well, I, I mean, first, that, I'm going to finish describing you for the fans back home. So first of all, he's wearing a long. He's wearing a long sleeve jersey, which I don't know if you got that straight off the back of a bandwagon or straight out of Adam Silver's closet. But that's a reckless move. The long sleeve jersey, and you still got hair oh. popping out of it. You look like. 
it looks like a scene from Teen Wolf. It wasn't in Teen Wolf, right? Teen, yeah, but I mean, was anybody calling any technicals or flagrants? The man's a wolf. He travelled in every By scene. He carried the By ball the left, right, and centre. It's like, what are you talking about? By the whistle. Look at how many travels and carries the boy LeBron does. <laughs> Sorry, this isn't helping you get to meet LeBron, is it? Yeah, yeah, I know, exactly. He's listening, he's like, well, that motherfucker wants to meet Team Wolf. Okay, Michael J. Fox. <laughs> so how many times have you seen the Warriors lost? I, I like hearing about this. Oh, dude. So just before you talk about my uh, my bandwagon Clay Thompson jersey, I had a Jason Richardson jersey back when Jason Richardson was the only good thing. Also, Ooh, the We Believe of, team? The We Believe team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2006, yeah. like one of the greatest dunk comp wins ever. Remember that one... Uh, so he did one which was like a two-handed reverse where he actually jumped forwards and then actually spin reverse but did a full two-hand windmill behind his head. Ooh. And there was another one he did where he threw it from the baseline and then went between his legs backwards and brought up left hand and dunked it reverse left-handed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the best thing about it was, I think Gilbert Arenas might have still been on that team back then, he's holding up the trophy, Jason Richardson, right? And they're like, so, uh, you know, how did you come up with that? Uh, how did you come up with that dunk? He's like... Oh, uh, well, you know, me and Gilbert would just train after training, and uh, he said, you know, why don't you throw it up there and just uh, put between your legs backwards and throw it down with your left hand? And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, what a great right. story. He <laughs> <laughs> said that with his championship trophy. I was just going, yeah, that's how I did it. Um, yeah, we know how you did it. We just saw it. <laughs> But no, uh, 1991 or 92, there was a basketball magazine in Australia called One on One Magazine, which was uh, NBL and NBA, right? Hence, One on One. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. on the front cover of that magazine, uh, I think was Tim Hardaway. If not, it was Leonard Copeland, who uh, played with Andrew Gaze down at Melbourne Tigers. Yeah. So Tim Hardaway was a massive feature in that magazine. Then we got one game per week, one condensed game per week, and NBA action. It happened on a Saturday. Me and all my mates would sit there and watch it. And on the top 10 plays of the week, there would always be... It was the year after Mitch Richmond left. So Mitch Richmond had got traded for uh, Billy Owens, I think. Yeah, yeah. Or Sacramento. And, um, dude, every single week, Tim Hardaway was crossing somebody up, going back and forth between his legs. woo was pulling up on, uh, you know, just pulling up on like a one-on-four fast break. Yeah, And yeah. just nailing a three, like... Kids didn't do that back then, and dude, I think that was the season, it was either that season or it was maybe, no, uh, the next season when um, Barkley went to Phoenix, and Timmy Hardaway crossed up someone at Phoenix and then hit that tough layup right in Barkley's face and just stared at him and goes, yeah, in your face! Just stands <laughs> in your face. And it's like, dude, like, the fact that you can't trash talk in the NBA now kills me. But that was just to show you my, you know, I was there when Spree, a little incident with PJ Carlissimo, I choked the coach a tiny little bit, lost the contract, whatever. Yeah. I was there, we got rid of Chris Webber. I was there in between like 1994 90, to 2006, I think. Oh, yeah. Did not it. go to the playoffs. 13 years, man. So That's when, you, when anybody starts to get worked up and tell me I've got a Clay Thompson jersey off the bandwagon, <laughs> part of me prickles up and I feel like I have to, uh, have to point out my resume. Yeah, nice, yeah. Good stuff. Your resume dated all the way back to the year I was born. So that's, <laughs> that's fucking sick. Yeah, you're mate. You weren't born. You're mate. Um, no, but that's you, you can't oh. trash talk anymore. But they've got they've got away with it because now they celebrate. So instead instead of like saying like, 
oh, I'm not taunting, I'm celebrating now, you know what I mean? So they can do all the shimmy, they do all the fucking rocking the baby and all that, and they just say, oh, it's celebrating, even though they're, like, staring the other player dead in the eye, you know what I mean? I don't know, yeah, man, I just, I just think it's shit, like, if you got dunked on, like, you know you got dunked on, like, those clips of Sean Kemp dunking on Chris Gatling from the Golden State Warriors, is that one he just jams on him and then just gives him the double finger? Yeah. And it's like, if he's got dunked on, you shouldn't be getting up trying to fight anyone. And if you need to dunk on someone, there's no need to push them over and kick them. I mean, maybe there was that time that Scotty Pippen did that. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, but when you're in that moment, you're like, ah, like, even when I make a big shot, I'm like, I automatically just be like, let's go, even if I'm playing on my own, like, and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. false a habit, you know what I mean? In games, in games, I've thrown down two alley-oop dunks in my life, right? That's fire. And one of them to a dude called Darren Riley, and I was talking to him the other day, and I told him about it he's like really I was like one of two I'm like yeah and the other dude was a guy called Marty Newberry and Marty threw me now like on a fast break and I went up and dunked and I was like oh two hands like, oh, just, two yeah, hands straight out there yeah like Ooh. not on anybody but just a two hand alley in a game right yeah that's um, as a, I'm white remember yeah and uh, well I don't <laughs> think you remember you thought you were Aboriginal at the age of eight <laughs> Your team practices were all just you were all just linking arms, singing "We Are the World, We Are the World" <laughs> before layup lines. <laughs> but dude, how about this? The guy who passed me the ball, we're high fiving and stuff, and he comes up to me and he like just gives me a little like pretty low key high five. He goes, "What was with the yell?" I'm like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> You're like, "Mama!" I've <laughs> been seen from where you were standing, Marty. Got a <laughs> he's like, he's like, you're like, fuck off! I just blacked out for four seconds. <laughs> uh, so actually, you asked me about uh, my Golden State Warriors games, right? So we went to watch them in 2004. Is this this is still this is still the Oracle, isn't it? Uh, no, so 2006. Yeah, yeah, it's still the Oracle back yeah. then. And um, you'd be surprised to hear that in 2006 we lost that game. Uh, lost a lot of games that year. Actually, I think we got to that. Wasn't that the year that? Uh, yeah, that was the Weebly, right? The 2006. Yeah, that was um, like um, still the same. Stack, Stack was there for a bit. Matt Barnes, Quinton Richardson, uh, Al Harrington, maybe. Was it? Uh, was that Tyrone Hill? Dude, that was so bad that I had to get a second team, and I picked my second team was when Timmy Hardaway. And Alonzo Morning both went to Miami. So yeah, Miami yeah, yeah. kind of became my second team at that time. Yeah, because, sure. well, for starters, you couldn't see Golden State games. <laughs> yeah, they weren't showing them, fucking hell. Uh, I wish um, they weren't showing them now, to be honest. But, <laughs> but dude, that was cool, actually. In 2006, I actually went and saw um, I saw a Miami game that year. And that was the year when uh, D Wade, I think, got MVP. Or at least uh, when they won that season. Uh, which is oh, cool. finals MVP, I mean, 2006. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, nice. Which was sick. Uh, and there was one game. So the game went to say they played against Boston, right? And I was an Alonzo Morning fan, a Charlotte fan. So yeah, I hated Stack and the Orlando Magic. And it's one of my big regrets in life is not appreciating Shaq's greatness like while he was in the league. Because he was an absolute machine. And I was too busy going, oh, it's just because he's big. Just like some wanker with a one-track mind, you know. Exactly. You, you know, people people forget. Like he used to get up and down that court. Like people forget that, that 
that young Magic team beat Jordan's Bulls. Yeah, Jordan only came back like two months earlier, but they still beat. You know what I mean? Like they should have won the finals, but Kareem, uh, but um, Hakeem was just fucking. I mean, he was unstoppable, really. Like. Yeah, man. But even uh, that 2000-2001 Lakers series. His, that's like 34.8 17.5 rebounds like nearly 6 assists and like 2.5 blocks a game you know against Matumbo as well you had an ageing Matumbo but still like that's fucking yeah. you know what I mean one of the best centres of all time like that's crazy man so uh, so another game that I saw I think it might have been 2013 or 14 when I was in uh, in the States and we went to see I think I caught a Warriors game then and it was Warriors Denver. Okay. So Denver was, was trash then as well. Oh no, Denver had Iguodala then, eh? Uh, they might have. Yeah, uh, I think it was like Dino Gallinari, Iguodala. The Manimal. What's the Manimal's name? Oh, Kenneth Reed. Yeah. I had this rookie jersey. He was a beast, yo. Dude, he was a beast. And you know who their centre was at that time? JaVale McGee. No, your favourite Russian, Timothy Moskov. Oh, is it Moskov? <laughs> My favourite Russian. <laughs> Uh, so, it's him and Vladimir Putin. Uh, I'm pretty sure if you look up, like, all-time leading rebounders for Denver, like, Timothy Mozgov is, like, first or second behind the top. He had 32 rebounds that game. What the fuck? Oh, I remember that, yo. I remember that stat line, yeah? Dude, so, I think uh, Golden State's down one with, like, nine seconds left. Get the ball off the inbounds. Steph runs the length of the court, lefty layup, goes high off the glass, puts it in, like, I don't know, two seconds, four seconds left, maybe? Yeah. Timeout Denver down one. I'm like, here we go. Like, come on now, he's got to stop it. Yeah, yeah. And I think I just said to myself, because I'm, I'm pretty sure that Kenneth Reed had a pretty big game that game. And yeah. uh, I was like, all you do is make sure that Kenneth Reed doesn't get the ball. Dude, they inbound the ball to Kenneth Reed at, like, Love. the bottom of the circle, and he turns around... And just hits like a kind of slightly contested layup, but Kenneth Farid at, at his oh, apex, nice. like just dropped that in the hoop from like three feet away. Game Denver. I'm like, yeah. Really? He was a yeah, fucking man, animal, but yeah, that's crazy. Like, oh, another game we lost against fucking Dallas. The only thing good about that was. <laughs> <the third laughs> was I'm loving these stories. The was aging, so what was it, 2013, 14? So, you know. He was, he was close to prime, but still. still yo, yo, did, did you... That was about the time where they, where they wanted to get rid of Steph and keep Monte Ellis. Monte Ellis was a bad boy, and people forget about that shit. Like, he could have come... He could have won most improved one year and shit. Like, he was killing it, Monte Ellis. Man, you have a look at his uh, points per game leaders. Monte Ellis was like four years in a row for the Warriors, like 25, 26, 24, Exactly, 25, yo. I think he made an all-star as well, but he was like a poor man's all-star because the Warriors were shit, you know what I mean? So. Well, I've still got NBA Jam on the PlayStation 3. Yeah. And I think Montellas is on there. And it's Montellas and Steph Curry, and it's like, mm, one of you doesn't get to play anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, but he, I remember him. Yeah, he was a beast as well. Ugly little bastard, but um, those two together was sick, like... Yeah, well, it's interesting, man, because if you look at someone like Dame and CJ right now, like how different are Dame and CJ to Monte and uh, and Steph, right? Oh, yeah, of course. I'm not sure now Portland have stuck with them. Um, probably Dame and CJ are probably even more undersized than Steph and, uh, and Monte, right? 
Yeah, but, but I mean, but I, it, but now 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 you're like now you're just comparing it to Steph and Clay. Like you can't compare them to Ste- you know what I mean Steph and Clay. It's like I'm no, I'm just saying like back then when they made a choice, you know, Portland have never made that choice between CJ and Dame. They're yeah. like, no, we're gonna ride it. Whereas the Warriors were like, yeah, we'll take a oh, that's take true, a yeah. cranky ankles and just get rid of Monte. Yeah, and yeah, Monte's yeah. gone now, right? Like he's not even playing. Oh no, he's out the league now. Like yeah, he still had a few. He had like one or two good seats after that, maybe at Dallas or something like that. But um, yeah, that, that that was about it, really. Good stats, bad team, man. Yeah, that's it exactly. That's why people n- nobody cares. But when you're average, like. 30 points but you play for the Hawks because it's like well somebody's yep. got to score you know what I mean it's like <laughs> yeah. somebody's got to make sure they get to 85 a game I know that's uh, you'll appreciate as well uh, so that same season when I went to watch the Heat game so check this out we went to see um, Miami who were like my second team and kind of my first team at the time right especially when uh, Dwayne Wade just came in in what 2003 yeah what, you were at the American Airlines Centre in South Beach yeah yeah fuck yeah yeah man South Beach, uh, baby. Dude, even homeless people are good looking in South Beach. Oh, people country? Fuck yes. And, uh, man, we went and drank these rum runners, like, uh, just these rum cocktails with this dude at, like, some little marina right near uh, American Airlines Arena. Yeah. And we've got $10, $10 seats, standing room only, right? We're on our way there. I've already got my D Wade jersey. Of course. My sister's like, oh, do I need to get a jersey? I'm like, yes, yes, you do. You met little Keisty. Yeah. So, yeah. Little Keisty went and got a Little <laughs> What a weapon. She would have been on the wine coolers. Couple, couple of, no, no, <laughs> on a Palmer no, iced teas. No, no. You already know. She got herself a red D Wade jersey. She's like, oh, what should I get, Wade or O'Neill? I'm like, do not buy Shaquille O'Neill fucking jersey. Exactly. No. She should have no, got a no, fucking no. white chocolate one. Oh, yeah, that would have been nice. That would have been fire. That would have been nice. Um, so she got a red one. You know that silky one? Remember the red silky ones they had? Which was not a fan of that. Show? Was not a fan of that. It was 2006. It was another time. Don't judge. Yeah, Don't and then the Mavs made it. The Mavs made their shiny one as well. It was horrible. So, uh, when we went there, it was against Boston. Yeah. And uh, Shaq wasn't playing. And so I was like, hell yeah. Like, I get to come and see my favorite team. Fuck Shaq, he's not playing. Again, my stupid, dumbass, young mind with... You want to see... Yeah, of course. I mean, I, I hate the Rams, but if I saw them play, I'd be like, this is history, really. Yeah. So, uh, man, Paul Pierce had 25 in the first half. Uh, D-Wade had five in the first half. Oh, shit. Well, he's due uh, in the second half. Down by, like, down by 12 with... Three minutes left, though. Like, down by a proper 16 in the... Maybe even 25 at the start of the fourth quarter. Ridiculous deficit, right? Oh, shit. It wasn't until two minutes left in the game that he finally took that first lead of the game. And at this time, they say that in Miami, everyone leaves early. Like, apparently everyone's going to go and get to their clubs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They gave us... It was the night, you know, when they give out towels. So we got this Miami Heat towel. Oh, that's sick, one, yeah. And the chick at the desk, she's like, you know, you got to check your bag, you can't take it in. Do you want to check that towel as well? My sister's like, oh, yeah, I guess so. And I'm like, I'm keeping this. I'm going to wave it when we start winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, oh, okay. Anyway, so we're up in the nosebleeds, like standing room only. $10 for seats for tickets, though. That's sick. Drinking our, like, you know, litre beers or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Quarter gallon beer. And, um, dude, we get back to, like, finally a first lead with two minutes left. 
I was swinging my towel. My sister's like, oh, where's my towel? I'm like, yeah, that's right. Fuck you, little Kingston. I'm getting up. So, uh, dude, came back. I think D-Wade iced it at the end with like six free throws in the last minute. Flash. D-Wade ended with 25. Uh, and like 20 second half points to bring it back and the win. I was just like, dude, how good is this? So, that was a good basketball experience. Yo, who was the centre for Boston? Was it Jermaine O'Neal? Dude, it could have been. I've always, uh, I've always kind of just blanked Boston out. Yeah, I, well, that's my most hated team, but I, I still remember. Yeah, I, I know a lot of Boston. I was trying to figure out as well who played center for uh, for the Heat when Shaq wasn't there. And you know, who I think it might have been. It might have been Michael Doliak. Was that? Did he ever play for the Heat? Fuck, I don't uh, know. Morning always outshined whoever else was. Uh, Morning, morning might have been out that season. Or something. Morning, I don't think was playing. Oh really? Oh. Um, he played. He played in the in the finals, though, didn't he? Did he? I'm no, sure he did. He might, have been, he might have been out there with those kids. Yeah, yeah, but he but he was an old. It was he was an old guy. He was an old morning. So yo, the, the other day, the other day we were talking about we talked about our top five shooting guards, and that lasted for about fucking two hours. So um, I want to do top five small forwards of all time. Top five, because so, what was what, what, my top, what was your top five shooting guards again? Mine was, wasn't it? It was Michael Jordan, Kobe, Wade, Reggie, uh, Alan Iverson, and Reggie Miller. Yeah, okay, well the top three are the same. I've got Clay in there, I'm pretty sure. Alan Iverson at the two, that's interesting. Reggie, I don't mind. i got no real issue with Reggie. Yeah, yeah, yeah well I told you, he, he was listed, he came in as a point guard, but back in the day there was, Point guards weren't really scorers, they were more like John Stockton S, like pass first, so he got pushed to shooting oh, guard. Or, or in Philadelphia, they were more like Eric Snow. Eric Snow? <laughs> yeah, that's Eric Snow, baby. Every time I do cocaine, I always say Eric Snow. <laughs> so, uh, so is LeBron a small forward? Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, he, I mean, on paper, he is, even though he's played numerous positions, but the majority, he's a small forward in my mind. Okay, so we've got a few differences of opinion, probably, probably right? Because we talked about Kawhi. You said Kawhi's a power forward. Anyway, no, Kawhi's a small forward. forward. Kawhi Leonard, I said, like, he's a small to me. Yeah, he's a small forward. You said he was a shooting guard, didn't you? Oh, no. Well, Kawhi can go fuck himself anyway. He's not on my list. And Paul George is also a small forward, except that Kawhi's pushed him out. And you know what? Paul George can go fuck himself as well. Yeah, None good of those guys have ever done anything impressive. Kawhi beat a team that was missing two of its best players. Yeah. And if you want to say that Golden State did it that year, that Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving were injured, that's fair enough. I'll listen to that argument. It's okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, fuck those guys. I kind of don't want to have KD in there, but you have to. Uh, LeBron James is number one for me. Of course. Right? Wh- wh- which which LeBron James? People. Which LeBron James? Miami, first in Cleveland, or second in Cleveland? Dude, Miami. That of was, course. Nice. That was out of control. Like, you can't... I yeah, mean, yeah. It's kind of like, which... Which Jordan do you want? Do you want you know? Do you want the ninety two, ninety three Jordan where he was at the peak of his powers, or do you want the eighty eight, eighty nine Jordan where he was just like dunking everyone and throwing thirty seven points a game? Yeah, uh, fuck that. I, I want, think, I, I want, I want ninety six. I want post Space Jam Jordan. Me, yeah, definitely. Fade away. The Michael Jordan fade away. the second most unstoppable shot in basketball after Kareem Skyhook, man. Kareem Skyhook, there's a, there's a case that you could put the Dream Shake in there and there's a case you could put the Dirk Nowitzki's um, fade away in there as well. Yeah, sure. Yeah. 
Okay. All right, so what's your top five? What's your top five then? So you got so LeBron? I got, uh, I got LeBron. I've got Larry Bird in there, not because I store enough, but everyone's told me enough that I believe him. Oh, he's uh, a great way to help. Unfortunately, KD is there because I appreciate greatness and I've learned to not be such a bitch like I was with Shaq and I miss greatness. Yeah. So now I've appreciated that I can like the person and not, or like the game and not like the, uh, the guy. Scotty Pippen is in there. Scotty Pippen, baby. Yeah, you got to put the rest. And, uh, you know, I really wanted to put Dominique Wilkins in. Dominique Wilkins? He's a small forward, isn't he? I thought he was a shooting guard, no? Nah, Dominique was a small forward. Yeah. Man, look at what Kerr's got, man. Number 17 for the Warriors, baby. Chris Mullen. Chris, Chris Mullen. He was not a small forward either. Yes, he was. I thought he was a power look forward. No, he was a small forward. Billy Owens played power forward. Oh, what the fuck, yeah. Um, no, no Camelo or nothing? Uh, Melo can sit somewhere in my uh, go and get fucked list, actually. Oh, nice, yeah. That's, uh, that's easy to uh, make that squad. I don't know. Um, I feel like maybe if it was like individual players. Yeah, like, like, like Melo, people forget, Melo Nuggets was fire. Like, if he went to the Pistons instead of Darko Militic, the biggest flop in the world, those Pistons would have won like four in a row or some shit. Like, they were fucking... They were... They would have been unstoppable. And then he was a beast back there, and he used to have, like... That's when he was dunking on people, literally dunking on people. It, it's only it's only when he went to the Knicks that people started, like, recognising. Like, now, when everybody takes a deep two, you'd always say, oh, that's a mellow shot. Yeah, yeah. it's, like, the oh, worst yeah, shot in basketball, but you yeah, just take it after five jab steps. Man, it's not dissimilar to Cario. If you want a guy who you want to get you, like... Who am I picking in a one-on-one match? Carmelo Anthony or Chris Mullen? Carmelo Anthony. Of course, but well, I mean, Camelo's game is fit for fucking one-on-one anyway. It's all iso ball. So yeah, it's perfect. but also think all of his attitude, man. Like not wanting to play defense. I think you know, dude, he could have been a stretch five these days if he had said, if he had had the same attitude as Chris Bosh. Yeah. Think how different his career could have been. Yeah, yeah, that's so true to be honest. But um, he. Uh, he was a he's a power forward now. Like that's how like what he played in Oklahoma's power forward, and now he plays in Portland as power so forward. Who's, so who's your five? Let me guess. You've got LeBron James number one, two, and three, and then just two other scrubs. <laughs> how the fuck did you know that? I had um, <laughs> LeBron Miami, LeBron um, the second stint, LeBron first stint. Then I had uh, Magic. And then, and then LeBron Lakers. Th- then I had no, 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 no. Then I had, then I had Bird in there. Um, well, LeBron's a LeBron's a point guard for the Lakers. Then I got Larry Bird um, in there, and then I've got um, um, you you would know him, but um, he's from my church league, and um, Reverend Reverend John Bishop. Whoo, that boy was nasty. Oh, I tell you, he used to drop fucking buckets on me and the other nuns. Just. Uh-uh. You, you said that fucking yeah, Timothy Marquette had 32 rebounds in a game. That was a slow day for fucking Reverend John Bishop. I'll tell you that for free. Ooh, baby, he was cooking. Nah, it's Camelo Anthony. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, how old is Reverend John? Yeah, yeah like he's, he's just 55, giving us the work. <laughs> but in that, 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 that's a good list, that, to be honest, I'm not going to lie. But, I mean, LeBron, it, I mean, it, it, he has to be top of the list because, I mean, he's in talks of greatest of all time. Like, is Because, is, 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 I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. You're a bit older than me. You're, you're a bit seasoned. You've, you've seen the world. Life's, life's, life's been kind to you, and it's also beat the living shit out of you in the post. But is yours, 
is because you, you grew up in a different generation. Is your goal to MJ, or are you wait? Would you yeah, wait until yeah, LeBron yeah, retires year, I, to have that? I started watching was when um, when the Bulls beat the Blazers. That was the first games of basketball I saw with Bulls Blazers. Like I saw that game, like not live, but I saw the shrug game. You know when he hit six or ten threes. Um, yeah. And, you know, you look at people and go, oh, yeah, but, you know, how can Jordan be the best? He didn't shoot enough threes. It's like, yeah, but you can't compare eras because he would have. Nobody Dude, shot threes gonna, back then. Even even Steve Nash. Season. Steve Nash only shot, like, four a game, and he was one of the best three-point shooters of all time. You know what I mean? Man, Larry Bird, one season. One season, Larry Bird was the leading three-point shooter in the league. I think he hit 82 three-pointers or 84. Oh, that's right? fucking not so, That's a long weekend to step there. Right. Dude, if Kyle Korver can be a success imagine what Larry Bird would be they would have probably told him dude you're not allowed to smoke at halftime exactly and you know he would have been running off picks um, but yeah man I think yeah, yeah but the three point line the three point line only just came in for Larry Bird's rookie year what was that like it only just came in for Larry Bird's yeah, rookie, year, rookie year when Jordan was playing when he was at his prime now look maybe that first or second year when they got beaten by the Pistons which I missed you know yeah sure maybe you could argue Oh, he did get beaten when he was in his prime. But once he figured it out, and it was like 29, 30, 31, that uh, Lakers, Blazers, Phoenix, you just wanted to know who was coming second. Like, exactly. it's never been... No one else has ever done that. No one else has just been playing for second. You know? Yeah, but, um, but you can agree that... that, Le- that Michael Jordan has never came up against a team like the Warriors. Like, like, like Michael Jordan never had to beat a Steph Clay and a Durant on the same team. Like the closest you yeah, could, probably. the closest you probably could put in there yeah, would be like the bad boys, and the bad boys beat them. Not, but you forget that, yeah. I mean, the bad boys. You look at yeah, like Rodman, Mark Aguirre, uh, Zeke, Joey D, and Isaiah, and yeah. then Bill Embiid. Man, Bill Embiid. You know, you know who else? Like LeBron never had to come up against anyone who didn't care and would elbow him in the face. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, it's it's just kind of a wanky comparison. I mean, I hear what you're saying, but also, you know, that takes away from... And I hate Carl Malone, and I hate John Stockton. They were the most boring basketball in the world. But those two guys were out of control. And, you know, there was nothing wrong with Byron Russell, and Jeff Hornacek was a great shooting guy. You go to Phoenix, right? Yeah. Oh, dude, Seattle. Like Seattle with Gary Payton, Detlef Shrimp, uh, Kendall Gill, Sean, Sean Camp, Matt uh, Elton... Elvin Campbell, Sam Perkins was there. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, sort of later grip. Like, dude, nobody's ever come up against Steph, Clay, and KD. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of offensive talent, absolutely. You know, mm. but you look at Scotty, you know, Scotty, MJ, and Horace Grant, or Dennis Rodman. I mean, everyone's like, oh, you know, well, Oh, Golden State, you know, they just put it together. Oh, it's bullshit. It's a super team. It's like, dude, the, the Bulls were a super team. Like, that's it. The you Bulls know? the Bulls were the Warriors. You know what I mean? Yeah, and look, the fact that they had, you know, and, and look, their third game, Scotty and, and MJ are put up against any twosome ever anywhere, right? Um, the third player would be the difference. So if you look at Steph and KD as the first two, and then your third player is... Uh, is Clay right. Thompson. Yeah. Or Draymond, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Draymond, like Horace Grant was the Draymond. And yeah, Horace yeah. Grant's no Draymond. Um, although arguably better stats. Yeah. Uh, um, 
So, yeah, I don't know, it's interesting, man. But I think, and I had this argument with uh, Marty, the guy that threw me the second alley oop that I ever threw down in a, in a game. Ooh, and we're, we're, we're reliving it twice on the podcast. <laughs> so, I'm going to call him as soon as I hang up. Um, <laughs> 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 yeah, you remember catching catching alleys. This is what this episode's going to be called: catching alleys with yeah. Jeremy Keast. Yeah, yes. Um, I think that MJ is the greatest player ever. But when LeBron retires, I wouldn't be surprised if I consider him the best player ever at that stage. See, that's it. Like, I, like obviously, I didn't grow up on Jordan. I've only seen what what what's. What what's available at the moment? Like I can't wait for that ESPN documentary on on on. It comes out on four twenty and it's on Netflix. Let's go, yo! Ten parts as well. It's gonna be fucking crazy. Um, but I like, think I think the thing for us that's tough, man. Sorry to cut you off, but like the thing for us is tough. Everyone talks about Kareem, man. You look at Kareem's stats, right? Uh, like you know, nineteen years, whatever it was, blah blah blah. You look at Will. You look at the hundred point game. You look at. Larry, you look at Magic, you look at these guys, and a lot of people have Kareem in there as the top three. A lot of people say the top three is MJ, uh, Kareem, and LeBron. Yeah. Now, I don't know, if I said that, I'd be a dickhead, because I've never seen Kareem, and all I can do is compare stats, and I can't compare old grainy-ass black-and-white footage of some guy exactly. doing a skyhook, you know what I mean? So yeah. I think you can only do what you can do. I was never a big Kobe fan either. Me neither. Uh, or Shaq, but dude. I think if Shaq shot 62% from the line, I might nearly have to throw Shaq into the mix as well, man. Like, I mean, he's the, like this, 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 this longevity sub, as well, right? Yeah, the subcategories, that's it. It's like longevity, most dominant, you know what I mean? Like, it's like stuff like that. So, obviously, like, Kareem is like, because he's the leading scorer of all time, and like, some people might not even beat that, you know what I mean? So that's like that. That's what keeps him up in the conversation, and then he's got so many rings as well that keeps him up in it. You know what I mean? And you got to score, man. That's what uh, I read this thing today on the Ringer uh, podcast network, like the Facebook chat, and yeah. uh, it said every single Hall of Famer. No, sorry, not every single Hall of Famer. Every single person who led the league in scoring is a Hall of Famer. So if you led the league in scoring one year, you're a Hall of Famer, which shows how important scoring is. So the fact that we're talking about the guy who scored the most points ever yeah. is one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, it's not surprising, right? But, I mean, um, I don't agree with that. If you led one season as the leading scorer, you're a Hall of no, Famer. No, that's, no, 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 that's not. You don't have to agree with that. That's just statistically correct. Every single person who has ever led the league for a season in scoring is in a Hall of Famer. What about... Fuck, that's probably true, because even Mello, he, he led the real bunch. He's in the Hall of Fame. Um, people who are still playing, they can't. People who are still playing, you can't. Uh, you can't just like that yet, but... No, but if you no, think about it, like people like think about it, the last ten years who've who've led the league, um, Durant, Westbrook, KD, 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 KD Westbrook, LeBron, Steph. Kobe, yeah, that's a uh, fact. That's true, actually. Well, what do you reckon? Um, we'll, we'll, we'll keep moving here. What? Who's the worst player to win a ring? I mean, you can't say Scalabrini in there because he's just too much of a legend. Like, did you see that press conference? He said. <laughs> I wish I could show you my screen. Actually, says. I actually searched, did Brian Scalabrini win a chance? Yes, 2008 with the Celtics. Anything yeah, is possible. I yes. I actually searched that. I actually searched it. The white number. 
no, my uh, my number one was actually, uh, and he's not actually the worst, man, but I think, um, I don't know, I just wanted to piss you off, basically. But Boris Dia in that 2014 uh, Spurs series when the Heat lost yeah. to Spurs, the work that Boris Dia did in that series, like defending LeBron and then being the high post passing, like, not at all a dominant player. I'm not saying he's the worst player. No, but, but he was he was he was an early man stretch four, you know what I mean? It was like him, and Lamar Odom, stuff like that. He was pivotal in that game. In that in that series. And um you know, just I remember watching a couple of years before when the Warriors got knocked or maybe that season when the Warriors got knocked out, I'm like, how the hell is Tony Parker out playing Steph Curry? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Steph couldn't get to the basket and Tony Parker could and I'm like that guy's 24, that guy's 30,000. Yeah. It's even working, but just, you know, those Spurs, they got themselves some cagey veterans. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Boris there isn't on my list of the worst players ever to win a ring. But uh, I just wanted to talk about it because... Just, just, you just thought you'd bring the demons out of me? LeBron, but he made LeBron's life suck and was a big reason they won that championship. Yo, how do you box out... like? Boris Dia was boxing out like three players at a time because he's got the fucking Nicki Minaj ass. Like, it's insane. Like, he, uh, that was what, the what, was Nicki Minaj, but... What, what, when he hit a jump shot, he'd get lower. I never understood that. He was the only person that would release it when he'd hit the floor again. You're like, fucking travel ref. And the ref's like, well, he never left the floor in the first place. And you're like, well, that's a fair point, I guess. But it can't be, it's not Brian, it can't be Brian Scalabrini because he had the best interview. He was like, they were interviewing him after they won. And um, they were like, oh, um, how do you feel about um, winning the ring and not playing in the finals or barely playing the playoffs? And he was like, yo, in a few years, I'm going to tell my kids that I started this game. And then in a few years later that, I'm going to tell my grandkids that I was the finals MVP. Nobody's ever going to remember. <laughs> so yeah, boring. Did you see his retirement? He, he did a retirement video? Yeah. Oh, dude, write that down and Google it. He did a retirement video. I think he retired the same time that Kobe did. And then he, 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 like, <laughs> I don't think he got the turn out. <laughs> he did, no, no, no. Like, he did a piss-take retirement. And he did, he did his own press conference, but, like, to no one. Oh, that's crowd. so funny. Dude, just a perfect, yeah. Yeah, you got a lot of ringer that knows how to take. Oh, uh, so uh, people, if you listen at home, type in the white mamba after you finish the list of this white mamba uh, retirement ceremony. That's hilarious. But the worst person I to win a ring. Uh, so who, who did you have anyway? I mean, there's so many role players and stuff like that. I can I I I, I can think of you know what I mean. And like it always pissed me off. I forget his name, but he, he came in as a rookie, and then the the Warriors won with KD the first year. And he plays for the Timberwolves now. He's called like fucking. Um... Not Patrick McCaw. No, not Patrick McCaw. I gotta respect him because that's just funny that every team he goes to, they've won <laughs> in the last three years. Um, <laughs> what's fuck? Oh, it'll do me head in. It'll come to me soon, but it'll piss me off. And because on the parade, he he went like shirtless and all that, and it's like fucking J.R. Smith done that the year before. Fucking grow up, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, you're not a henny god, like fuck you. And he barely played. And he was a rookie, and he just came in and won two rings straight away. It's like, I'll oh, get fucked. Dude, I was, uh, I was actually looking at that, because there was a guy called Jason Coffey back in the Bulls days, right? Yeah. Jason Coffey came in, uh, I thought it was in the first or the second three-peat with the Bulls, and he won year one and year two. I think he averaged, like, decent numbers, man, like seven, eight points over his first two seasons, maybe four or five rebounds. I mean, um, playing, playing with MJ, that's to get that many points is good, like... 
and then he uh, then he got traded in his next season. But uh, dude, imagine that just coming in first season, being a relatively important player, and then winning a championship, and then the next year doing the same thing. You'd be like, this shit is easy. Exactly. This is easy. Um, but uh, dude, I got someone for you though. Who? It's both our boy. Anderson Varejao. Anderson Varejao. He, he he didn't get a ring. He got one with uh, with Golden State. No, he didn't. He, he 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 got traded. He got traded from the Cavs to Golden State, and then the Cavs won that year. And then after that, he let him go. So he'd been in his Cavs his whole career, and he got traded in, in at, at Christmas time that year. Nah, man, he got one. He got one. He never. He got one with uh, with Golden State. I'm sure. Double check. Oh, Jordan Bell is the name of the player I was talking about. Jordan fucking Bell. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Omri Caspi got a ring. Anderson Varejao only played 14 games with the Warriors. Yeah, yeah, but, but he, when it, like, this is what I don't understand. He shouldn't get a ring if he, if he didn't play for that team at the time. He played for the Warriors during the finals where they lost, so he doesn't deserve a ring. Well, okay, fine. Shit, answer that. Okay, then you know who else I had? It was Cliff Levingston. And you don't remember Cliff Levingston. If you ever see the old uh, Bulls highlights, he's the guy when they get in the in the uh, change rooms, and they go, what time is it? Game time. <laughs> he's the guy who says that. Oh, what? But, but he's like a shit player. Dude, Cliff Levingston, you know his other kind of player? Some of you have seen that game where Dominique... And uh, Larry Bird go head to head. Larry ends up with like sixty. Dominique ends oh, up with yeah, yeah, forty-eight. Yeah. And it's got the Hawks players on the bench who are like high-fiving each other after Larry Bird keeps hitting shots. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, Cliff Levingston is one of those guys on the Hawks bench. No way, you know, that's hilarious. He got he got fined for cheering the opposition team's player, <laughs> and he says, "What time is it? Game time." <laughs> but if you ask anyone who played ball or watched ball in the nineties. What time is it? They will answer you like Cliff Levingston. That's fucking hilarious. That was if. Who else? Who else do I have here? I don't know. Who else you got? Uh, no, no, my main ones, man. I was gonna say Leandro Barbosa, and then I realised I was just hanging shit on Brazilians, and I didn't feel good about it. Yeah, Barbosa, I didn't mind him because I, I, I love this nickname. I love this name. It just reminded me of a fucking pirate. So I was like, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty no, cool. and he was fun, man. He was fun. I guess the most annoying players who've ever won a championship. Um, so Jason Terry. The fact. That, oh, the uh, fucking Jets! I hated them as well that year when they beat the Heat. But I tell you, man. Yeah, he got he he was on that Dallas team as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, he was on the Dallas team. I think he was dead by then. No, 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 he's on the Dallas team. And, and you know Tyson Chandler, you know that game, Co you know that movie Coach Carter, obviously. Yeah. So, you know, Ty Crane, like they played, they played the, the guy at the end. Like it's like Richmond, Richward, Richmond versus um, the other team. And they lose, spoiler, if anyone hasn't seen it. And, um, and they're playing the game Ty against Ty Crane. Ty Crane's character is based on Tyson Chandler. Yeah, because they played against Tyson Chandler's team, like, because it's based on a true story, isn't it? Dude, Tyson Chandler was a beast. Oh, my Lord. And he was Defensive Player of the Year at the Knicks as well. People forget that. Well, dude, if you had told me, like, I don't know, I don't know how long, 10, 15 years ago, if you had told me that Tyson Chandler was going to have a better career than Marcus Camby, oh, I'd be like, true. what? But, dude, Tyson Chandler made it happen. I mean, Tyson Chandler's still on a competitive team now, you know what I mean? He's on the Houston and stuff, and he was on Lakers last year and stuff, so it's like, whatever, you know well, what I mean? Well, it can be useful, man. Who did I'm you first... I'm talking about going back in the day. Sorry, I don't know if you had more, but you were asking about, uh, and you said a few times, like, I'm older than you. Yeah. So when did you start liking basketball? Literally, I got in in, like, 2002. My first jersey was, was um, I got from me auntie who lives in New Jersey, was 2001-2002 Jason Kidd so like she sent that over before the finals and then she sent like I mean she sent that out, out um, over like after the finals when they got beat by the Lakers and she also taped all the finals games for me so she just sent me she sent me them over so I'd just be watching them on VCR because I was like fucking I don't know 11 or something like that and like I'm just watching like so Kidd was my man like I used to like he was the first player that I try to evolve my game off like the fucking the quick behind the back passes and all that I used to just practice behind the back passes on my wall just boom 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 like that because um, I didn't have a hoop then then I got a little shitty like netball hoop with like the backboard was like the wall and stuff but um, so it was like Jason Kidd and then I, I like I, I used to get like they used to send me like the slam magazines and stuff like that as well and then that's when I got into LeBron like the chosen one LeBron in his junior year I still I remember yeah, that yeah. one uh, when he's in the grass and he's like that. That was fucking sick. So after that, LeBron, like I came into the league, being a watch as many games as I could. Like same here, it was like Channel Five back home would play like three games a week, but I'd have to record them on VCR because it was like three a.m. Then I watched them like next day after school, and um, LeBron and they were playing so much LeBron obviously because he was the next big thing. So like. Every yep. game was like one of the games was always a LeBron game, you know what I mean? So how about this one? So, uh, Nick Rockets final, right? Yeah. I'm a boarding school. What was that, 95 or 96? I was in year 11 or 12, so we had a little bit more, a uh, little bit more freedom. But you still weren't allowed to sit up until like midnight watching basketball games. Yeah. But me and my mate, like, all right, we're getting up, so, you know, bedtime, lights out. Had to sneak out of our room, sneak down to the common room, put a towel over the window, put a towel under the door so the light wouldn't come through, right? Yeah. We get there and they're playing uh, Sports Tonight. I don't know if you know if that show is still on. It came on after the late night news, you know, Sports Tonight. And then after that, they would show a repeat of the game. What's the theme song go like? Uh, Sports Tonight? Uh, to, uh, I don't know. There's a guy called Tim that used to run it. But, um, <laughs> this guy called Timmy used to run it like it's a regulational softball team. He used to run it, Tim. <laughs> this is just the Australian show, right? But, so they're sitting there and they go, oh, 
And now I've avoided news all day. I've told everyone it's game seven, right? I'm like, don't tell me anything. I'm going to watch it tonight. They go, oh, and they were about to show me the results of game seven of you know, Houston versus New York. So if you don't want to see, look away now. So like, I run up like standing next to the TV. So the TV's like facing out the side. Yeah. My mate's watching it. And I'm just standing next to it just going, don't tell me anything, man. I want to see this land. Don't ruin it. Don't yeah. ruin it. Well, like you just ruined Coach Carter a minute ago, right? No spoilers, don't ruin it. And then uh, he's like, okay, it's over now. I'm like, is it really over? I gave it another five seconds because I didn't trust him, right? So I sat down and I'm just like, boom, I got like, you know, an hour and a half of watching this game to see who wins the NBA championship, right? Yeah. And dude, Elijah versus Ewing, that was a thing. Even Mad Max, Vernon Maxwell and Kenny Smith. Oh, you already know. Parks was always... Always a cool player. The first year that Michael Jordan's left as well, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. it's anybody's, oh, it's anybody's at this point. Yeah, well, and so then, dude, how's this? Sport night finishes, and they go, and now, thanks for watching, we'll see you tomorrow night. Tonight we're going to leave you with images of Houston Rockets victory parade after the No! <laughs> Fuck off, <laughs> yeah. That's brutal. You yeah. Yeah, that is so fucked. Yeah, like that was the same with like League Pass. If you don't press the button show scores, I'd turn that yeah. on and be like, Fuck and then I'd, you'd see like all of them straight away, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it'd be fucked. I remember like I was watching I was in Australia and I was watching like first time it came for like a holiday and I was watching like the Miami when they came back from like six uh, game six and um, Ray Allen Ray Ray in the corner and they win and I had uh, like I, I missed like two of the games because I was travelling so then they replayed them on the same channel but like fucking ten hours later so I was in like a pub like not trying to find out from like I think it was like game five for ages and like I got all the way near the end and then some waiter just comes up to me like he's like oh do you want another beer and, it, and he was like, oh, it was crazy how fucking LeBron um, came through in the end. And I was like, oh, what the fuck, yo? I was like, shut the fuck. It was like the start of the fourth quarter. I was like, and I was told everybody else went, don't say shit. And then this fucking little fucking Pepe Le Pew guy comes up and fucking ruins it. Man, it's interesting, like, uh, I don't know, it's, it's cool. Like, we can both talk shit about basketball, right? But, like, you all, you know, you started around, that, you know, like, as a kid, LeBron era. And that yeah. was, well, like, I guess... Yeah, about a decade after I started caring, maybe, right? Like, I was, like, 91, 92, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting, like, people talk about how much the league has changed since... I don't just want to put it all on Steph, but, dude, like, that season that Steph went nuts and hit, like, you know, 373s, whatever it was. Exactly. And you look at, like, most threes in a season, it's like, I don't know, at least up until a couple of years ago, it was like, Steph 407, Steph 396, Steph 392, Clay 397. Yeah, he broke his own record twice. It was crazy. And then Ray Allen, like 280. Yeah, yeah. And Ray Allen was meant to be the best shooter of all time. And he could have been if they had a kid that much, but that's the revolution that happened. You know, back when I was a kid and we were learning to play, there was, uh, again, in that one on one magazine, there was an article with Larry Johnson. 
dude, Larry Johnson, uh, Charlotte Hornets, like pretty back injury. Yeah. Dude. Oh, Beast. that's another thing to look up, man. There's a dunk that Larry Johnson did on the Portland Trailblazers, and I won't tell you which player, because it was all of the Portland Trailblazers, man. <laughs> and Larry Johnson went up. A towel boy in there just caught the end of it as well. <laughs> There's a photo, like Kevin Duckworth had been retired for two years and he just ran on court to get dunked on. Oh my lord, yeah. Dude, there's this shot from above and it's just LJ leaning over, like spread eagle just dunking on guy's head. Larry Johnson was a beast, man, but in that article, I think he was from Chicago. And I'm not pretending for a second to say that anywhere that I grew up was anywhere near as tough as some of these ghettos that these guys grew up, right? But yeah. One of the things that Larry said, and my basketball mentor uh, kind of said the same thing to me, he's like, first of all, you've got to learn to play tough. Because, like, if you can't play tough, then nobody will pick you because you're a little bitch that gets knocked around. Yeah, yeah, But don't get knocked around. You can worry about the skills and the technique later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, like, I was a thug or an enforcer. At all, like, dude, I haven't had a fight literally since the 90s, right? But on a basketball court, I went back down from anyone. Yeah, yeah. And I love a tussle, I love a rumble. You know, we played one game together, man, that was good fun. And you could see, I'm out there, I love the competition, but, you know, if somebody runs through the key, yeah, make sure they know that they ran through the key. Yeah, exactly. They ain't gonna run through that again. You know, I was the same, like, our coach, our coach was like an old school player, and he used to teach us. Exactly. Like, our, our coach was like, um, like to teach all sorts of stuff like standing on the free throw line as they're taking the shot you fucking tapping the balls real quick right before you go in for the, for the layup uh, for the rebound sorry um, pulling down their shorts when they try and cut past the screen like he taught, he taught us all these little dirty moves that like the refs that was that John Stockton what? was your coach John Stockton? nah nah he was Tony Walsh uh, he thought he was fucking John Stockton though. No, he used to say he was automatic from halfway, and we were like, for what a chess pass? You're not even a great shooter. Well, anyway, we gotta wrap this up because we've been fucking talking forever, but it's been sick. This has been proper in-depth conversation, and my my listeners will appreciate this, to be honest. Yeah, dude, no worries. Well, I'm uh, I'm not gonna go for it until as soon as you want to learn more about actual proper basketball, and it was actually a good game. Said his nanny pammy shit that you young kids go on Yo, about back in my fuck yeah. <laughs> you piece of shit. It just you look like that image of you complaining right now, plus me looking at your video, it looks like an advert for Skype. Just like the old person's looking nowhere but the camera and he's just angry because he can hear people but he can't see them. But yeah, I'm I'm the same, I miss the big man game, like I miss like senses, you know what I mean? Like I miss fucking true power forwards and all that like even now I'm shooting I shoot so many frees in games which I never used to do you know what I mean like our, our, our coach was super against freeze like he was like just take a step inside you know what I mean that's what he'd always say just take a step inside hit the two now it's like they'll pull you out the game yeah, yeah. for that shit well uh, look man next time we can chat about the best centers uh, that's what I was gonna riff on for you for a little while was how much the game has changed you know when I was a kid the, the best players in the league were Elijah Barkley Robinson, Shaq. Ooh, yeah. Robinson, the Admiral. I almost forgot about it. There was an all-star game when they ran out on the court in one all-star game of lineup. They had Olajuwon, Robinson, Shaq, and Matumbo, maybe? All starting. They had a point guard and those four guys on. That's crazy. And, uh, dude, it was amazing. It was amazing. Only what you can do in an all-star game, man. 
That's so hey, sick. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm keen to go again. Have you got a picture on your on your podcast? I'm up. Uh, yeah. should know that you look exactly like Sideshow Bob, but just with less personality. I'll take a screenshot now. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'll see you later, baby. Alright, man, never change.